Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Ooh boy. Hello and welcome to the China Shop. I'm Shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is the inimitable, the one, the only, you may have heard him on previous episodes of this podcast if you had hold your horses sit back we are joined today by kyle the creator of financial kyle how are you doing today i am wondering if we just don't have enough content today are you just trying to <laughs> stretch things out to hit those marks <laughs> yeah, yeah i had a producer <laughs> waving their finger in the air like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. roll it out yeah, yeah, stretch it, it out going. stretch it out stretch it out five more seconds you gotta gotta hit 30 seconds dan you gotta hit 30 seconds kyle's in the bathroom right <laughs> no it's been a good week i had my mom in town uh been playing a lot of michigan rummy which if nobody's ever played that before it is a lot of fun michigan rummy huh yeah it's like a combination of rummy and poker Okay. It's okay. Quite a lot of fun. It's it it the rules are very hard to understand just trying to read through it, but if you play a couple hands of it, you'll be hooked. Okay, cuz I live in a rummy house. We play a lot of rummy uh, here. Uh, yeah, you should like that. You need at least probably four people to to really have a good game though. Okay. All right. All right. Duly noted. Duly noted. Yes. yes. One and all. Come on into the shop with us today, folks. Sit back, relax, hedge against that rage machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china, sharing our ever-growing strategies for trying to maximize gains and cut those losses. If you're new to the shop and stock trading in general, you can always check out our knowledge and resource centers over on financialineptitude.com, or you can give one of our many beginner trading episodes a listen. We'll have all those links in the episode description, but the very best place to be I guarantee, is over on our Discord server. We get down there every day with a bunch of fucking amazing people. Awesome, oh. awesome, awesome people. Totally Speaking free. Of the Discord, yep. Purdue just sent me a message. How do you know you blew up without saying it? It's a tweet from AM Trader. I hope every market maker eats gonorrhea dick this weekend. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yes. Yes, it's yes, a quad witching is day, fun. isn't it? <laughs> the <laughs> Discord is fun. There's no paid tiers or special access areas. And uh, in fact, if you join that server, 
for a limited time only, you can send us your a private message with your with your address, and we'll send you some free swag straight from mm. the China Shop Shop. That but you got to act fast. Is only available for the next five minutes. That's right. The next five yeah. minutes. Act now. Every minute beyond that, it will cost you two hundred thousand dollars. No, no, no. So, no, so, no. Just, so, I think the quickly. counter just restarts. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Although we'd only have to sell one thing. Yeah, we only have to <laughs> only have to dupe mm. one rube. Maybe I'll change all the prices in the China Shop shop. <laughs> just right. go fifty uh, gotta, on everything. Yeah. We we just got to sell one million dollar hat, man. We only got to yeah. sell one. That's all we got to do. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Supply and demand. Uh, Oh man! So hey, hey Kyle, we we got any show news to report? Uh yes, there is some show news. It might be a bit of a disappointment, though. Uh, there will be no guest episode next week because of the holidays and uh, the visitors I've had this week hadn't been able to get a recording done. But on the positive side, I should be getting Mister Banks finally in the recording room, uh, hopefully Ooh. for next week. And oh. we're still working on getting Vico nailed down to a schedule too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, That's hopefully, uh, hopefully after this week, the everything returns back to normal. Excellent, excellent. Well, speaking of normal, back to our scheduled programming. We have got a salty, saucy, spaghetti show for you today. Spaghetti. Lots of market <laughs> movement. Yeah, I don't know. I was just hungry. <laughs> lots, lots of market moving news. Plenty of stocks on the radar. And brighter futures than a Whitechapel whore in 1880s England. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> went, oh, went, geez. Went, went, uh, went historic with that one. I love the history. <laughs> oh, re- reach out to us. We do so love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook over on our Discord. We'll have the link to that in the episode description. If you're old school, you can send us an email. We'll take it. Two bulls at financialineptitude.com. That's the number two, B U L L S, at financialineptitude.com. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about a great trade you just made. Or maybe you're just a mild mannered Bay Area reporter trying to catch a scoop by infiltrating a brothel suspected of human trafficking. But then your friend gets kidnapped and needs rescuing. This, it doesn't matter. Is this still big trouble, little China? Oh, he gets it. I didn't think you were going to get that. Yeah, yeah, that that's tricky. Big, that's tricky. Yeah, that's okay. that's from uh, the Margot, the character. Yeah, yeah the very minor <laughs> character. Just gonna character. do every. Just gonna do every character. It does doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right, I think it's coming threes. That was three. If I, if I guess it again next week, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, but yeah. that may be just what you want me to think. Hey, speaking of being wrong, Kyle. <laughs> oh. I think it's time we to talk not. about some bet results. Wait, what? We were not wrong. No? No, we, we wanted to go long on Palantir. It opened on Monday at $15.44. It hit our take profit at 16 on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. But it never actually dropped low enough to hit our fill point. So uh, our total is still at $500. <laughs> Two weeks into the bet for this month that we have yet to take what? a trade. Oh, shit. We didn't even get our entry. <laughs> no, we didn't get an entry. Oh my Two god! Weeks in a row. <laughs> I think I think we've developed a winning strategy here. 
Well, cash is a position, as I've been reminded uh, this week. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What a random do. Random had MTZ. It opened the week at one hundred and ten dollars and thirty-two cents. Closed on Friday at one hundred and ten dollars and four cents. Ha! So random now has four ninety-three point two four, which we just got lucky on the decimal point on there because otherwise it would have rounded up to twenty-five. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that seven dollars and twenty-five cent or seven dollars seventy-five cent lead is uh or, no god I can't do math. That's six dollar and seventy-five cent lead. Ooh. Hopefully, it's enough to carry us through the rest of the month. Yeah, yeah, it's it's scary because it's starting to get full bull market again, which means random gets more deadly. Uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. Random is doing really well in the bear market, so maybe. Maybe bull markets <laughs> is random's kryptonite because we were uh, kicking its ass for a while. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's, that is true. All right, all right. Well, let's go back to don't, that. Let's do that. Don't listen to random unless it's a bear market. You're right. Oh, it's a bear market. Oh, fuck. Just pick a random stock. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I learned oh, from God, this podcast. Imagine Not if advice. that actually was good advice. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Darvis's right. first book, he wrote like in a bear market. I just don't trade. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> it's like, I just stay in cash. Yeah. It's probably a good idea. Well, if you're rich enough. If yeah. your job is trading breakouts, then yeah, you probably want probably yeah. to stick to the long oh, side. All time high breakouts. Yeah. You're yeah, not yeah, going to touch. Yeah. You don't want to touch bear markets. <laughs> all right. Should we should we talk about some new stuff? Oh, is there anything to talk about? I, I think a lot of stuff happened. Did anything happen? Find out. Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose. We're just skip-de-tubles trading information. Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto. Mill. No, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Tuples trading information. What? trading information. I'm inclined to agree. Tuples trading information. That is accurate. Very accurate. What information? Okay, so what happened this week? I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention. I think the Fed did some stuff. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Um, I I have a story, and they paused their rate hikes. Yes, I did see something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was the reasoning? Um, Jerome Jerome Powell had an upset tummy, oh. <laughs> and so he couldn't he couldn't uh, push the lever to to hike the interest rate. Is that what he called off? <laughs> yeah, I did say out. I did say they managed to deliver a hawkish message still because I think their dot plot ended up still showing that they're price they're expecting two more hikes this year. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is a, this is a pause. Uh, Powell noted that the rate hikes have to filter through the economy with what, and this is a quote, uncertain lags. So even the Fed doesn't know like how much time it would take between their action today and the effect they want. Are they certain that they're, anything they're doing actually matters then? If there's no idea when it'll actually help? 
Well, they they know they know that there is an effect. They just know that it's delayed. Right. Like actually, they, that yeah, does make me feel better hearing them say that the fact that they know that uh, hey, <laughs> this is an uncertain science. Right. It's a, a refreshing dose of honesty from right. Uh, but I can assure you, the honesty <laughs> stops there. <laughs> Look, it's transitory honesty. <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, there are a couple of other really interesting things I did see. Um, I guess the July meeting is going to actually be televised. Whoa. Yeah. So okay. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. Um, I don't know they've ever done that before. I don't think so either. Uh, wow. And and in, in, addition, in addition to anything normal, some of the stuff that makes us uncertain, by the way, is uh, we're in unprecedented times. Like the, all that pandemic relief. Yeah. You put a shit ton of money into the economy. Yep. Uh, COVID-19 significantly changed work. Yeah. <laughs> right? Labor. Right. It's it's all like we're all like, yeah, I, I, I feel more strangely enough. I feel like I have a little bit more confidence in the Fed that's willing to be like, look, we don't know how long it takes from when we hike a rate to inflation dropping. Right, Good. right. Good. Well, you you did kind of question the, the integrity of the group there a minute ago. And uh, I do have a piece that kind of ties in with that. Are you yeah. familiar with uh, Mr. Bostic? Mr. Bob Bostic, the rapper? <laughs> no, Raphael Bostic, the Atlanta Fed president. I don't. I. I. I'm not, and I also. I don't know if there's really a a rapper. Oh, that name. <laughs> I mean, maybe he raps. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he does on the weekends. No, uh, he got in trouble in May of 22 uh, for buying and selling ETFs uh, during the the backout period when he was not allowed to be a, a not supposed oh, to be trading. And he's a Fed uh, governor. Yeah, he he also did it again in March and April of 2020. Whoops. Yeah, so it looks like the the May twenty two ones is the ones that's getting him in trouble again because this has already happened uh, two years before that. And the explanation he gave was actually the same one he gave when he ran afoul of it last time, saying that a third party financial advisor with investment discretion within his managed accounts made trades without his knowledge. Well, I guess the big question is: is did that person have access to the same knowledge Mister Bostic had? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like, if the guy calls you up and says, like, hey, I want to get move you out of this, and he'd be like, mm, I think that's a great idea, but uh, I'm not allowed to do it. So I never had this right? conversation. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not the same as you and I having a broker or right. money manager or advisor. It's totally I, different. I do actually, I don't know. I the, the amounts, like, it just seems like it's not a whole lot of money to be... Like he's risking not, that kind of a position, you know. He's not like making a ten million dollars swing. No, they're calls. The, the transactions all range between a thousand to fifty thousand dollars. So okay. I mean, yeah, okay. This really does look like he probably had no idea. It, it, I question his judgment and his ability to learn from mistakes, but I don't. Right? I don't or know. I don't know. His inability to tell his financial advisor. Oh, by the way. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but for a living, what I do, my job, is a right. Fed president. So don't trade during these times. You you think the third party financial advisors don't know that, <laughs> right? And, and, and how can he not know there's a blackout period? And if the financial advisor doesn't know that, then he's probably not a good financial advisor. <laughs> right? You don't want him. 
Yes. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, explain to me what's the Fed again? They do they do what? Oh, you work for the FBI? Oh, you the FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin's in the CIA. Oh, yeah, my yeah. My my frat brothers are also body inspectors too. Yeah. Female body inspectors. <laughs> woo woo. Spring break. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bostick's in trouble again. We'll see if anything comes out of this. Now, supposedly uh, he doesn't have any more of these managed funds, but uh, apparently he didn't make that change soon enough. It is it is interesting when you phrase it that way. Like, can you imagine your financial advisor calling you up and being like, so I'm going to move you out of tech into tech? Just hang up if what I'm saying is wrong. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So there's been a lot of talk. A lot of talk about uh maybe uh what a hard R, right? Oh um, yes, I've been hearing a lot of that. Yep. Recession, 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 recession. Um <laughs> when I look it's definitely a battle of the propaganda. And yeah. when I pull up uh, the the news stories on Google News, um, I think Wall Street Journal is the most anticipated recession ever. Finally, about to land. Right. I under, got one from yeah. I got one from Wells Fargo here saying that they're forecasting uh, four thousand to forty two hundred by the end of the year. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I got one from Newsweek that says, "No, we're not heading to a recession, despite what the pundits want you to believe." Right. <laughs> and. Market Insider says U.S. economy is entering expansion, not recession. Fund Strats Tom Lee says, which is the 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 news article that I got to talk it's, about was. It's this like guy. there's so many data points that you can just pick whichever ones you want to make your case and and well, sound like you know what you're talking about. You know, uh, uh, that point plays right back into my first story. Uh, part of that talked about how uh, all of the traders and analysts and everybody has access to all the information that used to just be the fed had mm-hmm. right like in the 80s the mm. fed had all those numbers but now we can thanks to the internet i can you and i can pull up like labor data right super fast so yeah, yeah. it it makes it even more difficult for the fed to to lead the pack with <laughs> with their announcements right and right. if they're going to live stream their next uh, fomc that's going to be really interesting to watch because you got to think that the whatever's being said in that meeting is going to move the markets yeah and and what's crazy to think is if they're live streaming it like if you're trying to trade that it could be like a dissenting opinion in the but they're talking right now so it's like oh sell 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 and it's just you know picky if this really happens i don't think i'll be trading during it i think i just want to see what's going on I want to watch I, it just to see if uh, it's going to be a thing going forward or not. I'm going to forever take those days off. Yeah. What I've decided. Yeah. FOMC days, like, it's not worth It's not worth it. I need to, to make my profession uh, just just be risk manager. And risk manager's like, why would you do that? Don't don't yeah. throw that day. Yeah, and we'll, we can talk about that a little bit more when we get talk to good, bad, and the absolutely, ugly. But absolutely. Uh, I think I had a similar realization. The... Uh, with the 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 article that I chose to share on on the Discord um, is about the, the that guy Tom Lee from Fundstrat Global Advisors being a bull. Mm. Uh, I, last... I, yeah, I, I mean, didn't you see his video? No, on that boat with Pamela Anderson. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Oh well. Bull yeah, is saw that, saw that video selling yeah. him short a bit. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely some surprising things on that video. Uh, oh, anyway, so I guess back in December he. Uh, was was talking that the S and P would be up twenty percent this year, uh, and it's already fourteen uh, percent year to date. Mm-hmm. So he's on track, and and he's saying, and I quote: "I think instead of a recession unfolding, the economy is actually slipping into an expansion." Uh, slipping into like the yeah, slipping into like involuntarily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he no. says falling commodity prices, healing supply chains, and a strong labor market are all evidence that the economy and corporate America are in better health than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I quote, I think these are conditions for profits to actually outperform at a time when investors positioning has been so offsides because, you know, all the investors are super cautious this year. Everybody's sure there's a recession. And right. he's saying right now we're, we're seeing uh, Wall Street recession fears turn to FOMOing in the last couple of weeks. And that's why we're, we're seeing such a strong inflows into the stock market. I saw somebody shared a quote the other day. I think it was a John Templeton quote. Bull markets are born on pessimism. I think that's a great, okay. Bull markets are born on pessimism, grown on skepticism, mature on optimism and die on euphoria. Mm, So there's a lot of pessimism and skepticism still going on right now. Once your Uber driver starts talking stocks with you, on your your commutes, uh, then you can start worrying about getting out, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The the AI boom hit Mm -hmm. this year, right? Yep. Yep. uh, And and another quote from him, we believe that the Fed will be forced to capitulate on their entrenched theory of inflation, just as they capitulated on their transitory theory, uh, as the year-over-year data confirmed that inflation is plunging, plunging, he said. Mm-hmm. And that makes made me think of of a of a news spot I saw over over last weekend, where they were like interviewing people to ask them if they felt if they felt like inflation was getting better. And I was like, oh, "Why yeah, the fuck are you asking right people yeah. if you feel like? No, we can look at the numbers. We what what? God damn it! <laughs> well, because like, uh, you know that's." That's your own personal truth. That's how you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, feel like well, eggs honest, are really like, expensive, but the prices have been coming down for eggs for the last week over <laughs> week. The prices for eggs are dropping, but I feel like they're super expensive. Right, but isn't that kind of the whole idea behind the consumer sentiment report? Isn't that just it is one hundred percent of the feel? idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess. I, mean, I guess Martin, there's emotions inf- drive markets, Dan. An inflation sentiment report. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah maybe we need more of those i guess and i guess it does make sense now that we're talking about it i what what uh who were we talking to that was talking about how uh like oil drove inflation uh only oh. when people hit the point where they were they were afraid of inflation oh i don't remember you remember talking that about a that conversation i do i think i do remember that uh that wasn't like dr hans was it I th- it might have been Wait a minute. God, he's uh, good. Get him back I, on the show. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I will. Um, all right. Uh, what else you got here? I got one more story. That's yeah. I've done. But I just kind of shot my wad on those two. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! Wait, 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 wait! I had one more thing uh, 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 regarding the the bull market. Uh, oh, now, yeah. I am not a member of the CNBC Investing Club, so I don't get to read 
the story, but I can read the headline. Oh. You have to be ready for a sell-off, Jim Cramer says, of this highly overbought market. Interesting. Highly overbought, huh? I think it's been overshorted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So All right. Uh, load up on some inverse Cramer, huh? You know, it's a great ETF. I, I love it. <laughs> I love the idea behind it. I hope someone yeah. makes one of those for us one of these days. Oh, it would make a million dollars if you. Oh, it makes so much money. all right last one i have here is about uh, the dollar i thought it was just kind of interesting janet yellen was addressing the decline in the u.s dollar as the world currency reserve so uh since 2020 or in 2022 we lost eight percent of our share of global reserves so there's a lot of people wondering whether the days of the dollar's dominance is over uh, Yellen did talk about this during congressional hearing on Tuesday, stating that there is no currency that currently exists that could displace the greenback. She said that the, while U.S. sanctions and foreign policy plays have inspired backlash from China, Russia, and other prominent countries, Yellen remains adamant that it will not be easy for any country to devise a way to get around the dollar. Mm. Uh, she did ever warn that the share of global reserves may continue to decline as other countries look for ways to diversify, but she's not worried about it. So... She's saying it's too hard to get away from the dollar. It's too addictive. I don't know how they would either. It's just like, what do you, you just buy shit from China? Yeah. Okay. Have fun with that. Shit well, breaks. The quality's where do, not great. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think most of our goods come from? Yeah. They're all crap. They're all crap. <laughs> but we're buying it with dollars. So yeah, if you want to yeah, sell here, you got to, you, you got to trade in dollars. And this is still. The largest economy, uh, I guess that's the borderline with China. But hey, you know, uh, not to show my hand here, but we did have another company hit the trillion dollar club. I know. We'll be talking about that later. Segway. But first, <laughs> we should advertise. Oh yeah, advertisements. All right. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back. Fresh off a rebrand and ready to help is Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. All right, let's play a song and talk about some stocks. Stock time! Now it's talk about stocks time. Looking for setups and still not advice. Big moves, fresh news, and earnings. All that we're saying, it's still not advice. Stock time! Please don't sue us. Aha! Uh, uh, the the headline is Nvidia joins Trillion Dollar Club. Is that its first time as the Trillion Dollar Stock, or did, was it there before at its previous peak and then fell out? Um, 
I think it was it was there before, and it. I want to say it was too, although uh, maybe not, seeing how its market cap right now is one point oh five four trillion, and the previous all time high was about eighty dollars away. So no, <laughs> no, it has not been there before. Okay, so this is brand new. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. And so this all came from uh, an earnings call where they basically said when they're going to make money from AI. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so market cap went up 300 billion. Well, their GPUs that. are the ones that are like powering all these AIs, aren't they? I, I believe so. I mean, yeah. why? Why? Of course they are. They're the ones selling all the GPUs. Yeah. Remember who gets rich in the gold rushes? That's like right. Selling the miners all the equipment. Yeah. And yeah. when an AI company goes defunct and they go back and rebuy all their shit and sell it to the next guy. You know, I is maybe maybe some listener knows the answer to this question. Does Nvidia, like if a if a giant company went bankrupt, could would they buy back any old chips? I don't know if they would or not, but I would be I would seriously consider it. I mean, yeah. let's just resell it to somebody else who wants to go still do some crypto mining or something. Like or to yeah, their competitors, re- certified refurbished NVIDIA <laughs> GPU. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe they're leasing all those things so they get them all back. Maybe nobody can afford to buy them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We should have been listening to that earnings call. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So now there are five companies above a, tr- a billion dollar market cap. Trillion. Tr- sorry, yeah, above a trillion dollar market cap. What are the five now besides Nvidia, Apple? Amazon, Alphabet, Microsoft, Apple. Microsoft is still too? Damn. Microsoft is worth two and a half trillion dollars. Ooh, that's they're right. They're the number yeah, two. That's right. That's right. I remember they're that. They're bigger now. than Google. They're a, they're yeah. they're a trillion dollars bigger than Google. Oh, so now you're stupid to use Google Chrome. Google to search. Yeah. Long yeah. live Bing. Bing. <laughs> they've been caught they've been caught before using google's search engine like you yeah yeah i think i remember just goes to google (laughs) hey fake it till you make it brilliant (laughs) Uh, it's it's weird to think one last thing it's weird of me to think that apple is now worth two googles oh wow that is weird when you say it like that yeah google times two you get wow wow it's yeah, Amazon under- times three. Oh, so no, almost, almost. Sorry, it's Nvidia times three. Damn, Steve Jobs for the win. Yeah, right. Who'd have thought making Ooh. a tricorder would have gotten you this far? Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of AI, uh, Salesforce has announced their AI cloud. Which, oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's a couple of our investment firm Monez, Crespi, and Hart have said that they're well positioned leading into the summer of AI. So uh, let's see, what do you say? Analyst Brian White, um, he was neutral on Salesforce. He said the recent event highlighted several areas for companies looking to use generative AI, including privacy, hallucinations, data control, bias, and toxicity. I'm not familiar with using AI for those reasons, but I mean, okay. Um, Wow. (laughs) Wow. AI for hallucinations? Uh, Maybe that's a different use of the word that I'm used to. If an AI can give me a good trip, I'll give it a try. Is it just, are you piping in the AI and letting it speak to you in like a, (laughs) one of those um, tanks that they put you in that like shuts you off from everything? Oh yeah. It's a deprivation, sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, just it, yeah. If it, random it, words to you. <laughs> if this if if this requires an Elon Musk Neuralink, uh, uh, count me out. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, uh, there's no there's no way I'm letting Tesla put a chip in my neck. But I think they might be the first ones to be messing with AI cloud. So this is kind of kind of interesting for them. Uh, the AI cloud has a starter pack. It costs three hundred sixty thousand dollars per year, with the addition for usage based fees for certain technologies. Uh, the introduction of the Einstein GPT trust layer was also unveiled this week and is a critical component of that AI cloud because it can allow sensitive data to be separated from the large language model and maintain data controls. So they're able to feed more into it without putting that data at risk is what it sounds like. You know, that that to me, that's oh, these are the components to, to sentient AI, right? I think we're getting there. Like you make an AI, like your job is to guard this vault. Well, <laughs> right. in order to guard this vault, well, some are more important than others. So we're going to have to teach you how to differentiate between what's really important, what's regular important, what's a threat, what isn't a threat. You know, if you pull that off, you've just created a lot of thinking power. You've created Skynet. Yeah, that like the, that's rather fucking... than data controls, you're putting like the national security in its hands. Then, in Skynet's case, shit. I you think? Do you think we already have AI controlling our no, our no, nuclear infrastructure? That. No, no, I don't think anyone's that crazy. Good, because I, 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 we were talking actually before. I don't remember what what brought this up before the episode. Like the idea of a, a depressed AI wanting to oh, kill itself. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah that'd be terrifying <laughs> right like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the the depressed robot <laughs> yeah yeah okay <laughs> all right um do i have anything else on here i think those are my I, stories i've got uh i've got one uh now it's about reddit uh oh, i know yes. reddit isn't publicly traded yet but they're flirting with an ipo uh, uh yeah yeah that'd be and, a good ipo if you are a Reddit user like me, you may have noticed um, there's a big, uh, dare, dare I say, uprising. That's I think you being can say quashed. uprising. Uh, there's an uprising of moderators on Reddit that's currently being quashed. It's almost finished uh, because the CEO basically said, we're not making money and we're giving out our API for free to let all these third party apps use our app. And mm-hmm. so we're going to start charging 20 million a year, which effectively says to all Wait, the other apps, 20 yeah. million a year to any app, or is that like the total they hope to bring in? Cause that that's, seems like a that, pricey tag. That's the price tag. Okay. Wow. But it, yeah. Wow. But you have to consider that Reddit was letting, and when I say use their API, I mean, I, as an app developer could make my own, interface to surf reddit without showing reddit ads and then and then i can sell you oh, that app okay yeah that could be or i i give you that app app out for free and i'm showing my own ads on reddit because right. reddit's api was just wide open yeah right but sounds so like i'm reddit actually probably shouldn't be a company then if that's the case it sounds like it should just be a thing that somebody made for fun oh it should just be public domain <laughs> Well, it sounds like that's what they were trying to be. And then well, it they... was almost open source, right? Yeah, yeah. 
it was almost open source and people got used to that. And then ahead of their IPO, because they want to sell the company for a ton of money, right? They want to, they want to look good on paper and they realize, Hey, mm-hmm. we're, we can at the very least up our rad ad revenue. Cause if you're addicted right. to a social media site and you're just getting it through one app and that app goes away, you don't stop using the site, right? You, they, they're not going to lose too many people over this. You wouldn't think so, but they'll probably lose um, some, but I'm guessing they'll get more than that back from the money that they're charging these people now. Well, no, none of the apps can pay it. And that's the point. That's the point of their price tag was mm-hmm. the, I, to me, if they wanted those apps to still be able to use it, they would have put a viable price. Right. But uh, they 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 set it at a level where it was like, if you do pay this, okay, yeah, yeah. use it all you want. Like, oh, it's like it's like the guy who quoted my landscaping work. Like, I don't want to do this job. Exactly. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> right. Let's go ahead right. and multiply this by two or three. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway, they uh, they they quickly changed uh, how. Because all the moderators in protest shut down mm-hmm. their the Reddit uh, channels, and so they very quickly came in and and uh, changed how uh, users can vote out a moderator. That sounds like a moderator being uh, a little too full of power. There are a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's unpaid. It's like I'll shut down your company. Like, whoa, you think the company that owns Reddit doesn't have a way to like make you not a moderator? <laughs> Come <Right>. on, guys. <laughs> right? They they're they're relying on volunteers, but this is an age of AI. Like, yeah, they, guess how what? long before Reddit has AI moderating? Oh, they already have things that you can like bots that you can tell them to like sum up things for you or shit like that. There's all kinds of oh, cool yeah. shit. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's really cool Reddit bots. Yeah, just look over at the chess puzzle Reddit thing. Like, you oh, can God, post yeah. a chess it's puzzle, and the Reddit, Reddit, Reddit bottle. always spoils it. Yeah, it'll pop up and be like, here's the solution. Here's your best move. Yeah. Shut up, dude. <laughs> I'm still looking at it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, time, for, time for some crypto, then? Ooh, crypto. I got some crypto in my wallet. Yeah, I got some crypto in my wallet. Some Doji Sushi Polka Dot NFT. Decentralized, anonymized, fabulous cryptocurrency. Well, remember Mark Cuban? Yeah, he was the guy that wanted to pay his basketball team in Bitcoin. I think he did for a little bit, at least. Um, He was uh, in a recent Twitter conversation with the former SEC official, uh, John Reed Stark. Um, In that thread, he predicted 90% of all blockchain companies are going to go broke. He also predicted 99% of tokens will do the same. But he said those that get to survive will turn out to be game changers in the tech world. And when I read Mm. that first paragraph... My first thought was, oh, this sounds just like the internet bubble. I yeah. remember when 2000, when everything got all out of control, and then oh, uh, every internet company, mm-hmm. right? And then the ones that still exist, the Googles and 
uh, Amazon, Yahoo, Amazon. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think he might be onto something here. This is coming out at a time when Binance is now in hot water in France. Um, what? You know, the French chief uh, operations over there, he, he uh, brushed off any concerns of regulations or visits um, like days before the police showed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything's on the level here. They'd be crazy to raid this office. Crazy, I say. I'm trying to see what he said. He said, I don't care what happened in the U.S. Um, speaking at the Proof of Talk Summit in Paris. He said, <laughs> we're in Europe with a French regulator and a European regulator. He insisted their assets were separated from the international exchange, an assertion also made by the legal team. The SEC charged Binance last week with 13 securities charges. Disagrees. They argue that yeah. their user funds are at significant risk due to the flight of flight due to founder Chipang Zhang's alleged ownership of an interlocking set of Binance-related companies. And the French prosecutors are actually the ones who opened a probe into them for aggravated money laundering. <laughs> wow aggravated yeah yeah what what's the difference between regular money laundering and aggravated i, like, I don't is know your, your I attitude thought, I, th- I thought it was like another crime being committed i thought like aggravated assault was when you like have a weapon or something oh okay so this this was money laundering okay with a a, a bank or a, a exchange i guess so you add add Instead of a laundromat where it's just cash and you're just reporting more cash, you're. I'm, I'm asking the question right now, trying to figure out what's going on here between aggravated okay. and, and uh, you're what, asking regular Chachi money laundering. Right? No, I'm asking Bing. Oh, okay. Well, that's... <laughs> Our new overlord. Um, let's see. They're talking about smurfing. There's three stages. Three stages of smurfing? Of money laundering. I don't know. There's nothing here. Maybe that's just a French thing they throw in there just to make it sound worse. Well, let me ask ChatGPT. Okay. Well, ChatGPT is supposed to be helping Bing, I thought. I thought they were friends. It refers to a more severe, serious form of the crime of money laundering. So the specific criteria of what makes it aggravated changes from place to place, but usually uh, large scale uh, or or, uh, complex scheme and complicated methods and cross-border transactions. Oh, so if you just launder money on a on a lark, then you're okay. You're not. That's yeah, not that's not aggravated. But if you set yeah. up, if you set up a computer program, it's like the difference between first degree and third degree murder. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So something like a, a it says using an advanced financial instrument to obscure the illicit origins of the of funds being laundered. Right. Right. Okay. Well. Doesn't yeah, look good bi- for Binance. No. It's, no. it's like that guy, Andrew, that British dude, Andrew Tate's like, I went to Romania because they've got lax laws and I got a lot of money. And then they're like, oh, really? Fuck you. <laughs> right. Fucking. Yeah. You don't don't antagonize the, the regulators. It's not, I know a, shit. It's not yes. a good idea. Why do people do that? Or, you know, antagonize a cop who's pulling. You can't arrest me for that. I remember in the military, right? we, got, we got caught watching a movie when we we're supposed to be cleaning. And like when the guy caught us, I was like, yeah, okay, you're right. We were wrong. Yep. Sorry. Won't happen again. Oh, I got caught. I was putting it away. And work. then the other guy who was with me starts running his mouth. Who the fuck God are you to tell us what we can and can't do? I'm like, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? He's, He's going to let this go. Now he has to punish us. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking asshole. What the fuck? Look, Don't... they're raiding the offices in the U.S., 
we're in France. This is Europe. Anything goes. <laughs> Said something about like I think the analogy he tried to use is too many people looking at the car crash and not driving. Okay, right. I don't know how that corresponds, but uh, sure. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, all right. Well, well you, you got I, anything for crypto? I have some good news for crypto. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Finally, have, some bullish news. Have you ever heard of? I know they're kind of like an indie asset management company. Uh, they're, they're called BlackRock. Have you heard of these no. guys? No. Yeah. What do they do? I, I, they, they manage people's money. I don't know. I don't know. It's oh. all very confusing. Oh, so they're like, like, um, just like FTX. Yeah. Yes. Similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. So fucking BlackRock is yeah. filed, has filed an application with the SEC to launch a Bitcoin trust to be a spot Bitcoin ETF. Okay. Uh, Grayscale was the other one that I think had one. Grayscale's been trying and the SEC is in a legal battle with them. Oh, I thought over over whether they can turn the trust into an ETF. Oh, all right. I must not have looked too closely at that because I remember reading or following that ticker. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so it's a, it's a Bitcoin trust, but it's not an exchange traded fund. Okay. Okay. And I would have to ask ChatGPT what the difference is. Uh, probably has to do with more requirements um, and whether or not uh, fund managers and stuff can want to utilize it. Like I bet you, once you, when you can make it into an ETF, you probably get a lot more institutional investment into it. But that's just a wild guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the trust is just a legal entity that holds and manages the assets. Mm-hmm. So. And the ETF, well, that doesn't help me, chat GPT. <laughs> try, try Bing. Try Bing. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell chat GPT. Ask that same question to Bing. Oh, it doesn't understand. Uh, yeah. I thought they were brothers. Stumped it. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ask your brother. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, the the, yeah, brother. yeah. So, so yeah. Grayscale has been, already been in a legal battle trying to do this very thing. They yeah. are expected to get a decision of that case later this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, BlackRock, they are the biggest on the block, right? The biggest in the world, as far as I'm aware of, in I terms of asset so. management. If they're filing their version before the grayscale thing is de- decided, do you think do you think they're just rolling the dice or do you think they know something other people don't? I think if they manage to get theirs launched before Grayscale does, then Grayscale should be livid. Yeah, they should be right. able to be filing some lawsuits about favoritism or yeah, discrimination damages. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would be ridiculous if that's the case. Uh, other firms have filed these same applications, but later pulled them uh, mm-hmm. to, to launch these kinds of spot Bitcoin funds. So we know the interest is there. And if the SEC relents, you know, we're going to get a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I can't imagine Black... Is it free to file the application? Does it mean, like, what's... Probably not. But the interesting I, thing is they're planning on letting Coinbase be the one to be the custodian. I don't know that I... BlackRock That's is? a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know... Maybe... What's their, what's their other option? Binance? <laughs> I mean, there's not, there's, maybe wait a little. Maybe that's why everyone's waiting. <laughs> Let's see which, which platform uh, comes out of this, you know, 
we'll go with right. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll wait for a winner and then bet on that horse. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, okay. So maybe we get some ETFs coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else uh, on that? Or should we move on to shooting our guns? Oh, good Lord. God, the blood. Why am I always surprised by the blood? I don't know how you're still alive. Aren't you anemic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yes, and? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to talk about here. But I do have some stuff, but I'll let you go ahead and talk about your week. I had a really, really tough week. Yeah. I had a really, really tough week um, emotionally. Uh, I mean, I and, and I had nothing but losing days when I traded. Uh, hmm. It's and 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 I think it's it's if I could draw a direct line, uh, I think I think it's that confidence. Like I got overconfident. You know, you you see some success. Yep. Doing really good, really solid. Like here it is. And then I don't know if it's my process, but definitely my emotional state. Like next thing I know here, I'm making these mistakes. I know are mistakes as I'm making them. Right. And, and right. somehow, uh, you know, like, like we'd spoken to on the, the round table with Joel, like what I was like, like the tracks going right. Don't make a left. Like I, I'm like, here <laughs> right. I am. Like, like, huh? Ah, yeah. Look at me. I'm, I'm making a left. Huh. Look at Yep, I'm crashing. Yep, here it goes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yep. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Why do we do that? Why? Why? Oh. Uh, so I guess I started with my ugly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like that was your good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Like, the first prop account I had any sort of success with to start with, like... Once I realized, once I saw the the like the possibility of getting funded, like everything went to shit after that. It was like my subconscious was doing everything it could to sabotage the whole thing. Yeah. Well, I uh, I I know for a fact that I can do a good job, right? Yes. Pro- proven that to myself. Yep. Uh, I just. It's it's getting in the, and and being able to access that that master trader mindset, like there's no magic key to just step into it, right? And there's right. no there's no not, not without a lot of work, right? Like you gotta you gotta really work on that every day, I think, in order to to be able to step into that easily. I think you gotta be like a Buddhist monk, <laughs> right? <laughs> to have that level of emotional control. Right. You know, uh, well, maybe uh, that's our problem then. Maybe we're trying to control them rather than just accepting them and letting them be and just letting them come and go. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that what Rich always talks about? My thoughts are free. They're coming and going easily. I'm not mm-hmm. like dwelling on anything. Yes. Yes. Huh. Damn. Huh. Sounds like we might have just made a okay. discovery. Yeah. Then and on that voice call, we need to try and remember and keep that going forward of like, hey, like experience it, acknowledge it, let it go. Yeah. Um, I would say, I guess my good, uh, you know, we had that uh the challenge at the end of the trading day on Friday. Mm-hmm. 
the trading challenge, end period challenge. Um, and you crushed it. I crushed it. I got like 40 points in the NQ. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was impressive. You beat Mr. Banks. I, I beat Mr. Banks. <laughs> right? Oh. Like, like, uh, yeah. Flaherty's uh, going to be coming for you next week. I hope so. That'll be fun. It's going to. It's gonna be like that. <laughs> what's that? That movie about the guy who has to like fight all the ex girlfriends, boy, uh, ex boyfriends. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna be like that movie. You're gonna get all the traitors coming out to challenge right, you. Right. <laughs> what? What's his um, name versus Scott Pilgrim versus? The yes, world. thank you. That's it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So as Jamie Lynn was reminded me when when I said you know I won, she's like, oh, so you do know what you're doing. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think the big part of it, it's not like I'm not I'm not like saying, oh, I'm this I'm the most badass trader. But when I was like, just I'm hanging out. There's no stress here. Yeah, uh, I'm I all I'm doing is is I'm playing a game with my friends. That My question then is, how do we recreate that in our normal trading? Well, you know, I'm actually reminded of uh, uh, something David Blaine talked about in one of his interviews or one of his books when yeah. he was, when he was trying to, when he did like bust the hold your breath record right. or time, like remember he got under the water and held his breath forever. Um, he, it was a Ted talk. He gave a Ted talk about it and, and maybe we might even want to put a link to it. Oh, that was real. I thought it was a magic trick. I figured he had like it a was, tank in there somewhere. Nope. They, wow. he, he gives a Ted talk about it. Uh, it's really worth a listen. But he talks about how in order to do it, in order to break that barrier, like uh, he'd hit this point where, you know, like you have to give up if you want to live. Right. You have to go surface and breathe right now. Yeah. Um, he said he had to be like telling himself, like, forget you have a wife. Forget you have kids. You have to literally forget everything. Like step out of being connected to anything and you're all you're about become you have to you have to literally just hyper focus on the task at hand like there there is no there's no consequences like you know there's no crying kids if i die like i'm i'm holding my breath that is my function you have to mean when you're talking about like that kind of thing with that kind of consequences yeah that has to be your only focus any other distractions are just gonna hurt you right like he had to literally he felt he said like sever his emotional connections to everything right uh uh and i think i think that plays into to, i would rather do it with rich friesen where you're just you're not holding on any of it right. right whatever it is about like hey i'm just here to trade and and enjoy the trading like that put me in a zone where i wasn't feeling connected to the like god damn it if i don't succeed at this I, I, I'm going to, I'm a complete failure. I'll never, I'll never be able to pay the bills. I'll never be able to stay you know, at home. Like I've been doing, I'm going to go back to the hotel, like right, all that right. pressure. Yeah. I know. I know. You know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. Okay. So it sounds like we need to have more fun. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at the very, very least, uh, not be connected to, the pressure of success right yeah success is a byproduct of doing the little things right 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 i like the the mantra of control what we can control very true very true control what you can control we can control our risk 
we can control our entries and our exits and that's about it yeah but if we can control those and we do that with laser-like focus and precision <laughs> the rest should fall into place right it should it should and, all right yeah and honestly yeah just you know do it with a little love in your heart couldn't hurt yeah yeah, don't shit on other traders on Twitter. Go out and uplift somebody. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, because we're all trying to make this work. And the attrition yeah. rate's already high enough. There's no need to force somebody out just because you feel like being a dick and taking out your shitty day on them. Yeah. Any other good, bad, or ugly you want to bring up? Uh, no, those are just those two things. Um, well, my good was just a good visit with my mom. I didn't do a whole lot of trading. Um, I got to watch her go out and catch fireflies the other night. That was actually kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love catching fireflies. I did have one moment where I was trying to trade. Uh, I think it was this morning, actually. It was my first day back trading live. I took two trades. Uh, one was a stop. The other one was like a scratch for a small profit. End of the day, slightly red. But at one point during that, I was like, you know what? I don't think I have an edge right now. I don't, I'm not feeling it. I don't feel like I have any good read on what's going on with the, the quad witch that was going on, on the crazy volatility we're yeah. seeing off the open. I just decided, you know, I'm just going to walk away. I'll, I'll come back next week. Well done. So I think that was my good. That That's something that I struggle with doing is just saying, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it today. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like that is some growth for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's hard, hard to fucking walk away. Well, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, if I would have saved myself a lot of losses by knowing how to walk away to this week. Uh, right. But like my ego, my pride got played into it. Like that revenge trading, big, big problems with that this week. Yeah. Yeah. You no. Know? Shit. Yeah. We'll get there though, man. It's not a loss, and as long as you don't, as long as you learn from it, that's what I like to say. Yeah, yeah, so I hope so. Make sure you learn the lessons <laughs> from the market tried to teach you this week, and you'll come out stronger, and probably pay to cheaper rate than most people do. Yeah, God, let's hope so. I know tuition get quite <laughs> pricey. <laughs> All right, should we wrap this up and yeah, close things up with a quick bet? Let's make a bet. Is it worth making a bet? Are we going to get an actual Yeah, fill? If, I'd, if I'd stayed in cash this week, <laughs> god damn it. All right, let's hear the song. I need it, want to beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. I'm filling my positions, quit your bitch and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full of levels and a stop. That's not too tight. Well, our stop was fine. Our entry was not. <laughs> it's bet, pick a time in the shop. So pick on right. Actually, I kind of after the conversation that we just had, I'm thinking about missing two opportunities that we had where we didn't get our fills. Mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. Now, and I think that maybe that's part of our problem. Like we should be okay waiting for a trade to come to us. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, you mentioned Apple and I was looking at their charts when you're talking about them mm-hmm. and with them hitting new all time highs, I just want to go long Apple. If I'm being honest, Darvis would be proud. Let's do it. It would. Um, so after I just gave that spiel about waiting for price to come to us, do we uh, do we want to wait for 183 retest or do we want to just split it in half or, or how do you want to do this? 
Well, let me let me pull it up on the hourly. I mean, ooh, I think I think it's all time highs. We just buy. We just ride that bull. Let me go half then. We'll go half at open, half at one eighty three. Perfect. Where do you want stops? I didn't look at that at all. Um, I'd say the stop one seventy six. I was thinking that too. One seventy six seventy five. Yeah, yeah, right. Trying to see if they can uh, defend that gap. I'm gonna. I think they're gonna defend seventy set one seventy seven. But I want to give it a few cents breathing room. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one one seventy six. One seventy six. One seventy six. Okay. We haven't taken any losses this week, Dan. We can we can gamble a little more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because, all right. All because right. Of our, because we were uh, disciplined. We we can we can take a a four percent risk. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Stop loss one seventy six, and then we want to take profits at I don't know one ninety five. Yeah. One ninety five, and then uh, one ninety nine, or just all at one ninety five. 195, 199. That sounds good. Half half and half. Yeah. 10%. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That would be an excellent trade if that happened, right? Apple could rip 10%. Yeah, easily. They they just did it off of May 23rd. It's not going to do it right? in a week. <laughs> yeah, they did have earnings that day, though, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we get a random stock? Um, A-REC. A-R-E-C. It is a... NASDAQ Consumer Services Stock, American Resources Corporation. What in the hell is this? Oh, no. Energy, minerals, and coal. (laughs) What does this have to do with consumer services? Oh, I hate these really cheap stocks. And they're rated a strong buy? Especially one that just cleared a swing high on strong volume and, oh, man, 6% today. (laughs) Engages in the extraction, ah. processing, transportation, and distribution of med- metallurgical coal to the steel industry. Oh, no. Okay, well, I'll just go ahead and write this month off. Ah, oh, fuck, we still haven't <laughs> done consequences yet for this month either. Oh, yeah. Should I ask ChatGPT? Ah, go ahead. See what he says. Okay. Draw up in a, dress up in a silly costume. Done Look it. That. <laughs> uh, uh... We did the scavenger hunt. Yep. We did the heartfelt, exaggerated uh, letter. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> create a hilarious fictional biography about the winner and share it with friends or colleagues. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Yes, let's yeah. do that and let's add them to the website. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On the meet okay. our team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So um, you... Fuck. You get after after college age or before college age. I feel like we should split it into two. Like one of us should write the humble origins as a childhood, and then one of us should write the adult. Ooh, okay. Um, I let's take that offline and and come up with some. We'll just okay. brainstorm it this weekend. All right, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun consequences. Let's go. Fuck. All right. Also, I think that uh, Chat GPT or not Chat. Sorry, I think that Random's profile should probably be at the the front of the uh, the meet our team. <laughs> the uh, the yeah. face of our the face of our company. The top performing stock analyst. 
Yes. Oh, God. Okay. There we go. Yes. Okay. All right. Fuck me. Oh, yep. 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 Right. There you have it. There you have it, folks. That's going to put a cherry on the bet for sure. For sure. Going to have yeah. to stick around, find out what kind of biography we, we come up with for random. Our top rated stock analyst here at the yeah. China shop. <clears throat> It's the head of strategic ah. investments. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, we do want to <laughs> thank you all for sticking around to the end. We love you all so much. And uh, like, rate, share, subscribe, all the fun stuff. In fact, you could even... You can hit that five-star rating. Like It'll give you that hug that your dad never did. Oh, damn. Oh, is that too dark? Damn. Well, I, thought it was, I mean... I thought it was appropriate with Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For those, for those of us that grew up with fathers... Shit, oh. Kyle, you alienated oh, too soon. all of our fatherless listeners. Well, I guess, no, they would want to slap it harder because there's the hug. <laughs> you know, they also didn't get a hug. Ah, all right. No, uh, I, uh, yeah. it works. Yeah, it fits. Yeah, yeah. It fits. I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> Have a good weekend, you, you bastards. <laughs> Until next time, happy <laughs> trades. Bye. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks and the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.